Miami sun, she won't get a chance. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking cozy, now that's a bust down. Big stepper pushing up, they better run. Welcome to episode 12 of season 2 of the Zone Talk podcast. I am your host, Jamel, and I'm back this week with Donovan, Rashad, and Devon. Knapp is not here this week. He is down supporting his brother, uh, who plays for the Dorchester Eagles Pop Warner team. Uh, and they just got a win down in Florida. Uh, very important time. You know, if you play Pop Warner, you make it to Florida. You know, that's when it really becomes a game. It starts feeling like you're in the NFL, so... Uh, they got a big win over Richmond Heights. I think it was 41-6. to six. Uh, And we're going to keep you updated as long as they're down there. Because uh, got to shout out the hometown football teams. Man. Yeah, I think NASA, they got a game Wednesday. And then if they win that, the championship will be Saturday. So that's lit. Shout yeah, out that's to fire. them. I mean, I remember as a Pop Warner player, bro, like, I always wanted to go to Florida. Never made yeah, it. Yeah, that was like the dream, bro. Yeah, like, that's, that's sick for them. I'm glad they have that experience. But I remember, like, I did travel one time. Like, traveling for football, like, is actually mad fun, like. Oh, mad fun. Even in college, I yeah, love traveling. Yeah, in college, it was games. dope. Like, we go to, like, we, like, went to um, Pennsylvania most recently. But I remember one time, bless you, I went to an all-star game in Texas, and that experience was sick. Just, like, going down there, bro, like, playing against, like, the people who everybody else says is the best. Like, that's always fun. So, see those kids have that opportunity. Because I remember also you'd have to, like, raise money to go down there, Oh, too, yeah, so. word. You can come down them. there empty-handed. Word. They got to <laughs> have know. you outside the supermarkets, yeah. Word. So, shout out to them for getting it done on and off the field. Oh, yeah, for real. Um, Bring home that dub. Especially because it's the Dorchester Eagles, like, as opposed to being Boston. It's yeah. like, no, 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 no. We are in Dorchester. This is the Boston they don't tell you about in the brochure. Word. <laughs> and... You know, they got a they got a lot of good athletes around this area, man. We don't get a lot of recognition, but um, you know, we've had quite a few guys that were talented uh come through this area in football and many other sports. So glad to see them getting their uh you know, their success down in Florida and hope it continues. No doubt. Getting into week thirteen of the NFL season. Uh tonight, uh the Patriots are playing the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so we're excited for that game. Hasn't started yet. Uh, but we're going to just start off with uh, a review of the Thursday night game and just take it from there. Um, but Thursday we had the Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, and they won 27-17. Big win for the Cowboys. And uh, the Saints uh, are kind of sliding uh, at this point. Uh, Taysom Hill. Four picks. Had a rough day, but a great fantasy day. I was just so. going to say, go grab him if you need a quarterback. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't start him because if but. if he's able to throw four picks in a game and still still provide you twenty five points <laughs> after that after that outing, then that's very good. <laughs> that's so yeah. like in fantasy. Are you able to start him as a flex? Or no, no, no. no. I, I think last year that yeah, was I start like him as a quarterback. Yeah, last, last year, year that was, that was like that was a Chico for a week. <laughs> yeah, I think you were able to start him as a tight end when he was playing quarterback. So you were being credited whatever points that he got. And they deaded that. Oh, they did that after a week. They switched him to especially uh, now he's strictly got a, a QB. Contract. Yeah, now he's just a quarterback uh, in, in like fantasy terms. Okay, um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about fantasy. But in real life terms, 19 for 41, four picks, two touchdowns, 264 <laughs> yards passing, 
Uh, did have 11 carries and 101 yards rushing, which was pretty tough. He had some good runs, but um, he also hurt his finger towards the end of the game. Um, but not a great performance. And this is kind of the this is kind of what you were worried about. You know, the bad side of what Taysom Hill could be. Um, and hopefully it doesn't last. I mean, but. to be fair, they were out. They were without like two starting offensive linemen. Kamara was out. Obviously, no receivers. No receivers. Well, the leading receiver, Deontay Harris. Shout out to him. Yeah. yeah Definitely yeah. shout out to him. Yeah. Um, we, Assumption product. Yeah. We brought him up before yeah. and how he, how he cooked us. Um, yeah, we don't have to bring that back up. If you didn't hear that episode, you didn't need to. So, um, but yeah, nonetheless, a uh, good one for the Cowboys. Eight and four. I mean, uh, yo, mm-hmm. for four picks, I was having this conversation with somebody uh, what Saturday night for four picks. Like three of them weren't on him. Oh yeah, like, one of them. Yeah, like three. Yeah. Like three of them really weren't on him. But they were like, you know, that's just how that goes when you three of them. I, thought, I would say two of them weren't on him. I thought. One I mean, of them one of them was a tip ball. One of them yeah. was a tip ball uh, deep it. to Kenny Stills. Yeah. The DB made a. Tremendous play, toe drag, and everything. Yeah, the one that was a hundred percent on him was to Trayvon Diggs. Shout out Trayvon yeah, Diggs. Yeah, that was just a gross, um, gross attempt. One was tipped at the line of scrimmage, and then yes. one was straight up caught by a defensive lineman, which never happens. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, like that shit sucks. That's part of playing yeah. quarterback, and I mean that's four picks for you, but like you know. Yeah, and uh. And I I feel like they should have just leaned into the running game more. Um, yeah, yeah, like that's not his strong suit. Number one, and then number two, like your receivers are ass. Yeah, like you like, you Aaron, you you got Taysom Hill throwing forty attempts. I could have seen just that, seen him throw forty attempts and know that you weren't gonna win this game. Like Traquan Traquan Smith is not getting any separation in his routes. Yeah. Like dudes are blanketing him. Kenny Stills is is cool, but like they don't have a number one receiver that is healthy or barely a number two so to be a number one like it's just yeah they they have a lot of uh a lot of issues just Yo, so shout out the cowboys offense. shout out the cowboys for doing what they <laughs> needed to do like I, I i don't really look too much into this game i mean like obviously take take a look at the cowboys stats i mean from like the game itself like like tony pollard obviously had a nice day um michael parsons had another sack man michael parsons is disgusting <laughs> Man is a beast. Yeah, we'll probably bring him up every single every week. week. Yeah, this, the Saints were without arguably the best uh, tackle tandem that game in uh, Ron Armstead, Tom Armstead, and Ryan yeah. Ramchick. Damn! Oh, I didn't um, know that. So that definitely hurt. Wow. Especially you got Micah Parsons balling the way he is. I think he recorded like his 13th sack, maybe. If I'm correct, yeah. but he's continuing to produce at a high level as a rookie, um, and he doesn't. Seem to be showing any signs of slowing up. Um, I think they did get Demarcus Lawrence back too, um, so it'll be interesting to see if if how they utilize uh, both guys being on the field now. Because I think um, Parsons was playing at the line of scrimmage, or he has been up to this point, right? Uh, um, he's played like a hybrid role. It's okay. like kind of fifty-fifty um, off the ball, yeah. and then fifty-fifty on the ball. Well, in any case, I think. Um, I think Dallas, over the past couple of years, I think, and honestly, it couldn't have gotten any worse for them, but this defense is looking a lot better um, yeah, and more reliable. Granted, they played a, a Saints team that was nowhere near full health, um, but 
Uh, they got even what J J Ron Curse, who made a a lot of plays, um, a lot of individual talent on this on this defense too, and that's what they did in the draft. I think the majority of the guys that they drafted uh, in the twenty twenty one draft were defensive players. Yeah, I think so, there was only one player yeah. that wasn't on defense. So, um, I mean, this game that you know proved to be showing dividends uh, for them. Um, so now they're right back in the win column. Um, after a three-game skid, I believe. So, good for them. Um, who in that division who played the football team? So, they won. The Giants lost, right? Uh, yep. So, they have, a, they have a, you know, a pretty good lead, I think, in that division. But Yeah, they're um, number four seed in the NFC right now. Um, right next is Washington, though, at six and six. And, uh, yeah, who just had a huge win, too, yeah. for their third – I think they're third, fourth in a row. Yeah, the Washington football team beat the Las Vegas Raiders 17-15. to 15, um, And they're on a little streak, on a little run. Taylor Heineke uh, is, you know, leading the team. Didn't play too crazy, but, you know, he made the plays he had to make, um, you know, when they needed to be made in the fourth quarter because that's where they scored most of their points. And Antonio Gibson – you know, rushed fairly well. Didn't have a great yards per carry average, but he got some crucial crucial runs to put them in position to make some plays. And Logan Thomas did go down with a torn ACL and MCL. Actually, no, he's he's actually. It turns out he's a lot. Oh, they say he's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, well, nice. he's well, not, not good, good but, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it's season ending, and it's a lot oh, better. Dope. The news was a lot better than that they, they got thought. today. Well, than they were anticipating. So, that's but dope. on the other side. Um, Kenyon Drake for the Raiders. Oh, I did see he. Yeah, um, and he did go on a rant, um, on Twitter. For those of you who keep up, um, with players like Kenyon Drake, so he posted, he posted a, a video of his his injury, which he did um, give the his followers a warning um, about the video. But he said the NFL needs to look at. This specific, t- uh, this specific style of tackling, they're throwing flags for taunting and protecting QBs from getting touched. But this is my second straight season being injured by a guy pulling me back and using his body to wait to roll up my legs. Um, and then he goes on, he continues with a, a Twitter thread for those of you who use Twitter. But um, essentially, um, you know, in today's game, obviously, you're seeing more um, protection of players, but specifically, more specifically with positions such as a quarterback. Um, but obviously he felt as if, you know, his injury could have been prevented, and that's unfortunate. But, um, you know, if we're looking at the yeah. safety of the game, and then that reminds me of we, um, over the weekend, Pittsburgh and Wake Forest game when the, the quarterback had the fake slide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and there were a lot of, a lot of, there was a lot of reactions to that in the, in the media. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, one thing I think about the, like just the fake slide thing. I hope people saw that because it's just like the way the QB was looking. I mean, I've seen particularly like my QB this past season. Like he was doing that. Like he was running. Like that was kind of like his running style. It didn't even really look like that. I never saw this pit highlight until now. But like I noticed, like my QB, he would run and he'd be like kind of close to the ground, like going side to side, looking like he could like about to slide. And so for that QB to like hit that move, I don't think it's like for the people to be like, oh, like we're gonna flag if you make this move. Obviously, like I feel like what 
you show when you're sliding, giving yourself up as a runner, it's like, it's kind of obvious. And like, if someone's faking a slide, like you really got to see it through. Like, I mean, I don't think it should be any critique to the player doing the fake slide. Honestly. I think the reason I don't necessarily like it is just because you put the power in the ref's hands. I think of it similar to basketball where guys do the pump fake. James Harden always forces the ref to call a foul because of the movements he makes forces the defender into something that's like not necessarily like but like a defender biting on a pump fake that's different like he bites on the pump fake and then he leans in which I honestly I don't mind that rule change in the NBA but it is like relatable to that well that's what I'm saying I mean it's just a, if you start faking a slide yeah but there's the it, fake it spike can, I mean man that is completely different a fake I'm just spike? saying it's like on, it's like the on, on the on the no, ethical no, 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 no. side. It's like oh, like if you're gonna <laughs> spike the ball, spike the ball. But if you're gonna slide, you're nah, gonna slide. Like because if you're gonna slide, I have to with the injury because factor you're being still the in the, you're still in like more of because you're like in the open field of play. So it's like yeah, defenders should like follow through and but if they did that, you know how much flack they would get for laying not, these like, quarterbacks out, especially them, this, like because if. I mean, it's just are such we supposed a to play? Slope. Are we supposed to play the game differently? Like you're supposed, you're supposed like to play as a to the whistle. as a like, defendant, I mean, like, like you can't be presuming this man's gonna stop. Like you have to go at him unless you hear the whistle. But that's what you've been taught as a defender. As if the QB's gonna give himself up, I'm not gonna touch him. So now, now the least you could do is physically just touch him. Like you don't have to blast. But him. that's a slippery slope. You start like. I oh, mean, no. it's nah, easy. now, dude. Now, dudes are gonna finish the play, and now, what does what does finishing the play really look like? Does finishing the play mean like, all right, well, if he if he slides, well, I'm gonna like, put a hand on him? It's the judgment you make when you're about to run into a QB, and is he about to truck you or is he about to slide? Like you can tell, and then it's like, all right, is he about to slide? If he looks like he's about to slide, you still have to obviously see it through. Now that we know the fake slide is a move, but it is, it's just another thing. I, see, I get I get what you're saying, like. Your intention as a defender, QB, QB's running the ball. Yeah. You should be going to hit him just because he's running and he has the ball. Right. And and at that point, he does also make himself a runner too. So in my like, I mean, when I played, I wasn't necessarily thinking of him sliding. Yeah. Like I didn't really come you. to and mind. If he ends up on the ground, I'm like, word. But, but like, but I feel like they're more conscious about it now, yeah, even and from it's like, when you, you can hit him in a way where it's like, all right, you don't have to like literally launch yourself like. You know what nah, I'm but come on, bro. Like that. You know how many instant? It's so hard to like slow down momentum, though. And like, right. if you're talking about my to, like, main thing is that at the point of impact, before you're making this play, you know that this quarterback's either running at you or is giving themselves up. I believe. I feel like, like these that's... defenders in this video. Also, if you want to run the clip real quick, the the defenders in the video are like a few yards away from him. Like they were not about to make this play. Like he could have hit him with a different move. Like. Honestly, it wasn't like it was that close. It was just like it looked good, and you could kind of tell that's you, what he was about to do. But you see, you see the safety in the way that he reacts when when this kid starts to get into this move. Like you see, you see number whatever he is forty five at the top six, of the screen. Six. Like you oh, need. Okay. okay, hold on. <laughs> Before you get to 45, because I do agree with you, Don. Yo, look at six right here, six bro. Six needs to be a better football Yo, player. Yo, nah, he's just not He's not trying. Six needs to be a like, better football like, player. Uh, I don't he know. He needs to touch him. Like, I wouldn't have stopped. If I'm six right here, I'm 
Well, he needs I, to be going mm. for the ball. Like he needs to at least put a hand on this guy. You don't need to blast him. Just to put a hand on this guy. Yeah, yeah. And then no, you look should at get the next guy. The His feet are flat, ten yards yeah, away. He stopped. Yeah. No, nah, but like, that's because he sees the slide. Yeah, yeah. That, he yeah, sees the slide straight up. Yeah. yeah, number six should have been six. He probably could, he probably could have saved this whole play. Honestly. Yeah. That's probably the cornerback coming mean, in but pursuit. But that's I guess that's the thing though, because like if. If he didn't slide and he made this hit the way he should have made it, like, is that going to end up more likely to be a flag? Because nah, if he makes this hit, it could be a great play for his team. He could get the ball out. Like, he don't have to hit it. Because what head. if it looks like a slide, but he was faking it and he gets hit? Right, right. Is the ref going to be like, oh, that's a fake? Or, or is it going to so be like, oh, he was tough. giving himself up, therefore that's a 15-yarder? Unnecessary roughness. That's tough. So it's like it's, it's just. It's honestly it's tough. It's a tough situation. It's a tough call. They definitely Which is look why I don't it. like it <laughs> because you just allow the refs to kind of ah like I like the move. Finish the clip. And um and for the record, I don't think a lot of quarterbacks can do this. Yeah, it's not an easy yeah, thing so, to do. Like, I don't know about that. You, you, I don't know about that. I don't know, it's man. Bro, there's mad, there's mad athletic quarterbacks coming out every single day. I mean, like, like. I mean, that's true. Like, the the issue is, I hope they, I, I hope at, at the, I, I don't know about the college football level, but at the NFL level, the way that they already protect quarterbacks, this but shit NFL is bad. At the NFL guys. level, this would be bad because then, because even if he yeah, falls, no, goes getting, down, like guys are like at least putting hands on you. You're not hitting them, but like. Even as like a high school player, like a QB with style, or like somebody might trip and they fall, but nobody touched them. But I still touch them just because, like, you know, like that's football. Like, I just, I just think about the way that the roughing the passer penalty has like what? transformed the way that that's like one team's games and lost teams' yes, games. Yes, and it's like, just like yo, like I, I, it wasn't even that bad. Like, like dudes can't even like, like you can't even put your weight on a quarterback after you hit him now. Let alone the dude's gonna fake slide, and now you're not supposed to play through the like. Like the, yeah, the fact that a defensive lineman can get off a block, sprint to the quarterback, knowing that quarterback's probably somewhat faster, and then have to hold up just enough to tackle him, but not lay on him. I think that's a nuts requirement well, no, to with ask. With a sack, you can fall on them, but no, like, you can't. You cannot put your entire body weight on them. No, if you're sacked, no, no, you, you cannot. Can't. You can't. You cannot. That is yes. You that's can't. what I'm talking about. I forget. I forget what game I was watching, but somebody got sacked, bro, I, and he like literally tried to pop up, and they still threw the yeah, flag, bro. Like, it, it, it's ridiculous now, and I just think, you know, you just add more of that. Like more of those types of calls are likely to happen. It slows the game down. You're getting 15 yards for it, too. It's like, ah. Like, like, don't get me wrong. This move is sick. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, yeah, like this, this move is sick. It this is, is highlight. This is like, I'm putting this on my highlight tape 50 times in a row so that you can see what I did. But but it's tough if this was, like, yeah. a real thing all the time. In any case, uh, Pitt went on to win that. So that was the ACC championship. So we did talk about um, last week how this past weekend – the conference championship games would be on and the game we were just referring to Pittsburgh um, beat Wake Forest 45-21 um, and then just a quick roundup of the games the conference games so um, in the SEC championship uh, Bama beat um, Georgia Georgia 41-24 um, and Bama was I don't know if you can technically they were the underdogs 
but I don't think many people are surprised that they they beat Georgia convincingly, um, and they probably will see each other. So the playoff the playoff um, seed seeding came out. So they have Bama at number one, um, Michigan number two. two, Georgia number three, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati um, who did win the AAC conference championship against Houston. Uh, Michigan beat. Um, Iowa forty-two to three in the Big Ten championship. Uh, that's crazy because I fell asleep yeah. on that game, and I'm glad I did. Uh, but yeah, I I, I kind of want to see. So my my best bet. <laughs> I don't know how that the the Bama and Cincinnati game. We're gonna really get to see. Um, you know, I think every year there's always that that argument um, or cases being made or lack thereof for teams. Being in the the B, a BCS championship game or b- bowl game or just even the playoff, so um, this will be a a nice matchup to keep an eye out for. And then Georgia and Michigan. So, yeah, this is the time of year when guys like me who aren't super uh, into watching a ton of college football, uh, like I watch it when it's on, obviously, but. Um, the college football playoff though is such an exciting like it's kind of yeah. like March Madness for people, um, yeah. just like for for a football fan at least where it's like all right like these are the best teams and hopefully they expand it to eight teams or something. I'd like to I'd like to see that, see that. fire like a 12, 14 team. Yeah, that would be crazy. Um, it's just too it's a like, lot of football. Like, it is a lot too, of football. Yeah, it's so much harder. It's just to like work out. It's unpred- It's more unpredictable. I would say than that. Well, I would just say like just too much like politics involved. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, yeah, with the recruiting process now and the way all that's changing. Well, I'm too, just, I'm saying like, from like a there's like a committee of people who like vote on rankings and you know this team should make the this bowl game or this team should be in the playoff. Like, there's too much of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like too much I bias. Think, but I, yeah, I think in for the in that aspect, um, we're talking about college football. I think there should. And I think we had talked about it earlier in the year. Um, we would definitely like to see the playoff get expanded. But anyways. Um, no, yeah, that would a be of, a lot of good football uh, coming up. Yeah, the colder it gets, the better the football gets. Um, so I, I can't wait. We're getting closer to playoff time uh, for the NFL, and uh, we're finishing out the college football season, hopefully with a bang. So uh, stay tuned for those games because we will talk about those next week. Um, and uh, off that tangent of college football, uh, I mentioned the football team beat the Raiders. <laughs> 17-15. Um, it was a slow game for the Raiders' offense. We talked about Kenyon Drake and all his Renfro, injury. man, he's on my fantasy team. He's Renfro tough. been balling, man. He's he, really he, tough, He bro. ugly, but he tough. Yeah, he really just gets it done. You ain't have to go there. Like, <laughs> you I know, ain't have to I go know. there. <laughs> Look, man, I'm ugly too, man. We, we both ugly. <laughs> I hope that makes him feel better. <laughs> you ain't listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I was about to – nah, yeah, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Um, the Lions? Yes, that's the game I was going to pick. Lions? <laughs> Lions. They get a dub. Lions. Their first dub. Not just any dub. Their and first win. Before we get any further, I will say one, that the Vikings, if, if if we're talking about a team deserving to win or lose, the Vikings de- deserve to lose that game. And the Lions deserve to win. Not the Lions. <laughs> not the Lions. The Vikings. I don't know if I – yeah, the Vikings yeah, you said, deserve, you said the Vikings the Vikings deserve, deserve, to, deserve lose. to lose that game. Um just based off of how they've been playing this entire year, and not only the not only you know we'll get to the 
the Ravens game a little bit, but um, the Vikings, just the way that they've been playing all year, um, and then the <laughs> the execution on defense um, was lacking in that last drive, and it was just crazy because the Lions didn't have any timeouts, and they just drove, drove down, down the, the field. field in 45 seconds um, with Jared Goff at the helm. And you just think like, <laughs> yeah. Jared Goff at the I mean, helm. But anyways, but anyways, I mean, let's you know, let's talk about Detroit and you know, finally give them their their props. Now, yeah, that's a fact. Um, um, you know, saw Jared Goff embrace Coach uh, Dan Campbell. Um, you know, they hugged, hugged it out. Uh, he ran right to him at, as the game ended, and I mean, I feel I'm so happy for Dan Campbell. I didn't see uh the post game interview. I meant to watch it, uh, just because I just wanted to see how he's feeling. Um. But he brings a lot of energy to that team. I'm glad it finally resulted in a win. And I think there's no better team to beat than, than the Vikings because they're a team that should lose a game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, at least the way they played it. This nah, this year, last year, the last four years, the Vikings always do some weird shit. Like, they be on some – I I don't know if it's, like, the then, front office, but – I mean, they've also been on the, the – they yeah, have. They always have talent, side. and they just like never like something always goes wrong, bro. I just go back to that Blair Walsh kick back, but when they <laughs> were yeah for the he playoffs, that's like just went downhill from those yeah. Guys. After that, I feel like they just been cursed, honestly. Um, but nonetheless, it was a, a great victory for the Lions. They were up twenty to six at half. Like that's you, yeah, man. Like that's, <laughs> that's a hell of a win. I, I hope they they got crazy over in Detroit or something. Go on a streak to make it to the playoffs. They are still <laughs> now. They can, now <laughs> they can still make it. It's possible. It is yeah, possible. Yeah, they had they had a hundred yards on the ground. Jared Goff almost three hundred yards through the air. Yeah, with no DeAndre Swift too. So so what ha- what happened with Kirkio? Can somebody tell me? I mean, Kirkio well, got hurt. Kirkio I mean, played a solid game. I mean, you know, thirty for 40, 340 and two touchdowns. He did his part. Looks like, like it. He, Justin Jefferson did his more part impor- too. Yeah, more 100%. importantly, <laughs> eleven receptions. When Kirk is in trouble, he just throws to Justin Jefferson, <laughs> like, and all That's will really be good. Almost two hundred yards. Though. Eleven catches, one eighty-two, average sixteen and a half yards a catch in a touchdown. We were talking about this, but Justin Jeff, um, if you agree with us or agree with Rashad, because this is his take. Uh, well, I think I said I don't know. Either way, but Justin Jeff is probably going to be one of the top three receivers, top three or four receivers taken in uh, fantasy drafts next year. Uh, I think Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, yeah. and Justin Jeff's got to be, like, the next guy you target. Yeah, I'm going to have to target him. This target share is crazy, and um, Thielen did go down. I think he has a high ankle sprain. So Oh, it's slow. Yeah, um, and he's getting older, too, so it's like, I mean, it's it's just – he Justin Jefferson is very impressive just – player like he's so fun to watch he's like the biggest bright spot on that vikings team probably uh for most people you know i like watching kirk Yo play so i'm probably the only or one. dalvin when he's healthy that's true when he's healthy yeah alexander madison stepped up big yeah um i would only know that well i had him on my fancy team and if you had him <laughs> on your fancy team he definitely uh produced and hopefully you won yeah. he had 22 carries Ninety yards, couple, couple of catches, and a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, he's a he's yeah, he the best. He's yeah, the best fantasy sure. backup. Yeah, in the league, one of the for best, sure. Yeah, one of the best handcuffs. Like you, you know what you're about to get. Yeah, out of yeah. Alex. And, and you know like, the Vikings you know trust him produce. with the ball too, yeah. which is like, yeah, because you never know how teams feel about players like 
specifically like with the ball. Like the Eagles with Miles Sanders earlier in the season, I was just like, yo, why aren't you giving him the ball? And then later as the season went on, they began to rush more and realize like, wait, we should probably run the ball because that's our strength. On all levels. Hey, we might as well go over that real quick. Garden Minshew and then. Oh, yeah. My oh, <laughs> my fantasy quarterback. Um, I started Garden Minshew in fantasy just because I had Kyler and I went with Garden Minshew yeah. um, because I just got faith in the kid. And <laughs> is it because you have faith or because your fantasy? Look, man, it's not about both. It's not about rankings and standings, bro. Oh, right, it's not even right, about right, that. Right, it right, is, yeah. Don't don't paint. Don't paint the rosy picture. Look, don't do man. that. Anyway, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles beat the New York Jets, uh, thirty-three to eighteen, and they moved to six and seven. Uh, Gardner Mitchell, twenty for twenty-five, two forty-two, two touchdowns. Do we have a quarterback controversy? No, we don't. <laughs> Next, Dallas Goddard. <laughs> oh, and Dallas Goddard did ball. He almost fucking. He about to make me lose fantasy this week. In all honesty, six catches, one hundred five, seventeen and a half yards a catch. Two touchdowns. I think there was a previous pod where I was like, man, why are they giving him this money so soon? I guess this is why. Because if he's doing like stuff like this, and he was already um, kind of like a favorite target there uh, for Jalen Hurts and obviously for Gardner Minshew with a game like this. Right. Um, so it's nice to see that, you know, he can be the focal point regardless of who's throwing the ball of that passing offense if he needs to be. Like, I don't think he could do this on a week-to-week basis, but – you know, he'll have his spikes like this occasionally, and I'm sure he'll have more as the yeah. years go so on. So that the Eagles just reminded me of the current order of the 2022 NFL draft. Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure if we've if the league has ever seen anything like this, but three teams have back-to-back picks in the, the first round. Wow. So the, so the order is you have Detroit. Currently, you have Detroit at number one. Um, Jacksonville number two, Houston at number three, and then you have the Jets at four and five. That fifth pick they got from Seattle, uh, which I, sounds like the Jamal Adams trade. Um, and then at six and seven is are the Giants, um, who also hold back-to-back picks. That sixth pick coming from Chicago, which I don't remember what that trade entailed. But anyways... Um. Wow. You have Atlanta at eight, Carolina at nine, Minnesota at ten, New Orleans at eleven, and then you have Philly, Philly, Philly at twelve and thirteen, and that twelfth pick Philly got from and Miami. Wow, they got the they same. got three. They got the seventeenth pick too. Oh, they got because of, of Carson Wentz. So Mad which capital. team? So which team do you think can improve the most? Y- yes. Well, off the well, off well, the muscle, well. Based off of based Eagles, off of which of team, two two which team is is primed for? If you just had to, the biggest. Who, which team is more primed for success? Um, Following the draft. Yeah, ne- for next year, because hmm. well, the Jets. I feel like they definitely like need help more than these teams. So I feel like those two picks, those will bring the Jets to like a baseline, and then you trying to go back to the list real quick. Yep. Um. You have the, um. Do you have the Giants, Giants at six and seven? The, I mean, the Giants are. I feel like they're also more than a two piece pieces away from being a great team. I and really, I feel like they get, they got to overhaul management because yeah. management is part of the problem with the Giants. Like, so I mean, I really would, injuries. Too. I really would injuries, have to injuries, say the injuries too. Off the strength of them having not only two but three picks, and they're a team that I feel like 
they're not bad. Like they're just yeah, they're maybe they're a young. few picks away. They're young too. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, so I think they, the Eagles definitely have the most to look forward to. I don't know who they plan on getting at 12, 13, and 17, but there will be people. And, like, I mean, at, at the yeah. very least, you got options. Like, you can trade up yeah. if you want to. You can trade back. Yeah, if, you if they wanted look, that one like, pick, I'm sure they could get it, honestly. Three first rounds for first overall. Yeah, they probably could. If that's, they really had like, somebody that was, like, they liked. But, I mean, that's the thing, though, this year is there's no surefire number one pick. I mean, no quarterback has emerged as a surefire number one or anything like that. Uh, yeah. It's actually not a very highly touted class of quarterbacks. But, of course, you know, a couple of guys are going to do their thing when they get to the league. It's just it's going to be way harder to determine who's going to do that. And, you know, I feel like this is one of those drafts where teams are probably going to be getting a lot of, like, linemen, like, corners, D-backs, like, tight ends, snagging all those guys they can. And, um, you know, just kind of going from there with two picks. A lot of these teams have two picks. You could trade and end up with six picks out of those two picks that you got. Six to seven picks. And, I mean, obviously you're not going to add that much talent to, you know, add that many rookies to your team because um, – but, I mean, the more – I mean – I mean, the more players you have, the higher your hit rate's going to be probably. The Jets, the Jets, for what it's worth, like the Jets aren't an awful football team. Like if you like, – like obviously they get points scored on them. They're not they're as not, bad as last year. They're not as years. bad as like the scoreboard says a lot of games and they're not as bad as – you know what what their record says and so for what is worth like they have a gem in elijah moore who's had five touchdowns in as many weeks um and they have a young quarterback you know with two picks top five like they could do a lot like you're getting top tier talent right there and i mean like for the giants they'll find some way to (laughs) <laughs> they'll find some way to fuck it up. No, <laughs> like, will. Will. like I have, I have. Really I mean, good faith it's crazy uh, seeing the picks. Like New York for four picks in a row, Straight four, up. five, six, yeah. seven. You know the news is gonna go crazy about whoever they pick because yeah. you got all this talent coming to NY, and you know the stage is gonna be set for you. But you know they they gotta hit on those picks, man. Yeah. Speaking of the Giants um, and injuries, they actually <laughs> they're expecting. Uh, they plan on starting Jake Fromm. Uh, oh, I did see that. <laughs> this week Wait, um, out of Georgia. The, the Giants. The Giants. They just picked um, him up. Uh, who was signed off the Bills practice squad. So that I gives remember you, watching him at Georgia. I'm surprised he didn't get drafted, right? Gives you an idea. Uh, where, I think he got drafted. Where he was just a late he got drafted round. by the Bills. Yeah, he, he was a late round pick. Uh, um, I, I wanted to find. decent at Georgia, honestly. That would be interesting. It was probably his first start, uh, I'd imagine. Um yeah, I mean, he was pretty decent at Georgia in the SEC, but this weekend I heard that his fir- if you yeah, got his, big his hands, first year good. at Georgia, he was really good. <laughs> what did you say? This weekend, it it came to my attention. It came to my attention that you know, if you if you got the build to be an NFL quarterback, it don't really matter what you did <laughs> in college. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that's for another day. Maybe off the pod. But shout out Tim Boyle. That's for the, yeah. that's for, that's for Patreon. If we yeah. if we ever make one of those. So speaking so speaking of um speaking of uh draft picks, Jamel said that you know the more the more draft picks that you have, uh, maybe you know ideally like, your hit rate's higher. Ideally, hit so the Dolphins so the Dolphins last draft um. Their three picks were Jalen Waddle, um, who has the most receptions by a rookie, 
through Rick 13 since uh, 2006. Um, I think he also has the record uh, for most receptions by a rookie um, for the Dolphins. And then Jalen Phillips, who has the fifth most um, sacks um, by a rookie edge rusher uh, with eight and a half since week 13. Uh, well, since 2006. That's homie out to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Javon Holland, who. Yeah, he's been balling. According at, to PFF. Uh, safety. Um, he's the fourth best safety. So, um, <laughs> I mean, the Dolphins, too, are also riding a five-game winning streak. Yeah, I mean, they are. And that's for so, a reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tua is so. seemingly healthy. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're six and seven. Hopefully, they can continue the not, success. Well, but not hopefully, because. For their sick, yeah, y'all know you're a Pats fan. On, they start. Relax. They started November one and seven, bro. Yeah, that's like, crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's they do nuts. have that that head to head over y'all too, which is crazy. That's why I'm saying, man, slow down. We don't need. Hey, them. yo, y'all just gotta take care of business tonight. It really don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> that's why we're doing this early because I need to focus. They need wow. to have all my support and know I'm with them. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, hopefully that you know, the teams with these. The three teams that have these uh, back-to-back picks, as the order stands, in the 2022 draft, um, they kind of replicate that same success. But I think it will be much harder. Yeah, easier said than done, of Um, course. Um, Hindsight going to be 2020. You're going to be looking at these guys like, oh, it might be a good prospect. And then they're going to be in the league. It's going to be like, oh. But you never know who it is until they're there. So, you know, we'll take it uh, as we hear. Uh, but speaking of the Dolphins, uh, they beat the Giants 20-9. Uh, to nine. Uh, Rashad mentioned Jalen Waddell. He led the team in catches, nine catches for 90 yards. Tua had a pretty solid game, 30 for 41, 244, and two touchdowns. Not much of a running game, but they no went 20-9. Yeah, more no importantly, picks. you don't have any turnovers. Um, you know, I mean, that's why I'm feeling good about Mac Jones because if you can protect the ball, you can play in the NFL at quarterback, in my opinion. Because there are too many guys who get in that quarterback spot. As soon as that spotlight is on, you know, it can be tough. But he has to string it together, though. He has to continue to string it together. I don't think I don't think too many people are sold on Tua yet. Yeah, I, I think not. that – I think, I think he there's has a, a high ceiling. Yeah, I think there's a particular narrative he currently. He performs under par a lot. <laughs> because he's a lefty? No. <laughs> I, no, I, I think, like, to me – I get like a general sense that there's a narrative that two is not the answer for the future, the quarterback in Miami, which I don't think is fair. Uh, and like, and fair. he's like playing pretty well too. Like he got hurt, and I and I think because like their record or up to this point that they they had the record that they had, and he got hurt early on in the year, um, and they went on a losing streak. But now they're starting to put games together. Uh, I think they have a good coaching staff too, but I think like the narrative that two is not the answer. I don't think it's fair because I just I just don't get it. With certain quarterbacks, it's like oh, like he needs more time to develop and more time in the league. Like for example, Daniel Jones, like guys like that. Or um, I just don't think it's fair. But anyways, nah, yeah, I um, the nah, Dolphins, he hasn't he hasn't gotten a fair shake. Since he since he got in the league, they they've already been there's been mad like second guessing, mad questioning of two of them. Yeah, since they yeah, like yeah the, which I don't I don't yeah, get it. I mean, like, I get the the I can understand the injuries are concerned, but to say like just to write him off completely when there's other guys that 
year in and year out, it's like, oh, he needs more time to develop in the NFL. Like, I feel like you hear that a lot for certain guys, but when it comes to Tua, I just think, you know, people have their their opinions about him, and I have mine. But you know, I think he's doing a, a pretty good job, and this team's on a winning streak. And yeah, I mean, know, he's, not, a, he's not losing them games. Yeah, to be on a winning so. streak like this, you got to be um. You got to have, you know, a solid quarterback at the helm. I mean, he's got the ball in his hands most of the time in these games. So, um, and he definitely is not getting the fairest of shakes. But I also think a lot of it's media and internally, I think it could be a completely different perception. Like, I don't know. Obviously, none of us know what goes on behind closed doors. But Brian Flores seems like a pretty straightforward guy. Like, I can can imagine, like, the conversations he's had with them, especially for him to be in the headspace to – to help lead yeah. a team, and I'm glad. Like type of most teams start off one and seven, then it's like yeah, right, and it's, it's over. <laughs> They're <laughs> six and seven right now. Yeah, like, bro, like that's that's very impressive. What? Very impressive. Little scary. Not scary enough for me to be worried. Um, but nonetheless, uh, like yo, before we get off this, like I wonder how many games it's gonna take for people to be like, all right, well, Zach Wilson. Oh uh, no! Nah, they're gonna have to see like a yeah, four hundred yard, four TD game out of him. I feel like that. No, would no, 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 no. I'm uh, what, saying what like mean? on the opposite end, the same way that two has been getting shaken down by the media. Like, how many games is it really about to take until people were like, "Yo, Zach Wilson." Like, I don't know about this guy. Like, like he's not it. Uh, I mean, hopefully not this year. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you think about it. Because you think about it, right? Like, like with the with the Miami Dolphins. Granted, last year, like they were they were a solid football team. Um. And you could say you could say like because of because of the defense or whatever like they were competitive and Tua kind of stepped into a team that was yeah. set up for success and obviously the Jets don't have that but before last year the Dolphins weren't really yeah, hot were, shit nope and nobody was talking about them like that so it's like all right well how many how many of these games are we gonna give a Zach Wilson or a Trevor Lawrence yeah. before yeah. people start throwing throwing that card because I mean it's a yeah, little bit different. It's, it's weird, like the it, intangibles. That's kind of always right. been like I think, always the intangibles. I think like this guy's like, a leader. The history, like the history of being like a speculative like person of like the NFL and like I think fans are always are just typically for me what I've seen in the media is always like some guys some guys you know get the benefit of the doubt more than others. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but it just always happens, and I think that needs to change. But it probably won't. But um, again, I don't think Tua is, Tua is a guy that anyone should be writing off uh, this soon, especially when the team they're starting to catch fire um, at, at the right time, where yeah. this this conference is very tight. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, they're winning games. Brian Flores, um, he's rallying that team together. So yeah, that's, that's all, all you can ask for. Uh, some of the other games this week. Uh, let's go to that Chargers game. Chargers beat the Bengals, forty-one to twenty-two. Uh, they are now both seven and five, and the Bengals are one spot behind them in the AFC playoff race. The Chargers are at sixth, and the Bengals are at seven. Um, it was uh, Herbert had a big day. He made some great throws. Uh, they got out to an early lead, fast start, um, and then I mean, I think his one interception came from off Eckler's hands. Yeah, uh, it wasn't really his fault. Wow, um, what a game! I think um, it was a great game. This game was a really good game. Um, it could have been even better had the the Bengals not. Um, they kind of the, shit down their the, leg, bro. It was yeah, Joe Mixon. The first, the first, it was, it was well, awesome. no, it wasn't. It wasn't just him. Well, that it, that was no, like yeah. a catalyst. Like oh, yeah, I feel course, like that was course. like, but it, it, it was like, the, it was such a turning point after kinda, that. What kind of ignited 
this kind of result was the first two drives that resulted in turnovers. The first one was a sack fumble. Um, sack fumble on Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Um, and the Bengals were without their two starting offensive linemen. So, um, you know, you could say that was a catalyst too. Um, and I'm sure it was. Um, so the first drive for the Bengals on offense was a sack fumble. I think that resulted in points um, for the Chargers. Um, and then the next drive, um, you know, people, I'm sure people want to bring up the drops in Jamar Chase. Um, and I think rightfully so. You can, I'm about to say, yeah. Rightfully yeah, so. Right. I mean, this time, like, <laughs> a big drop. it definitely costed his team, um, I think, in the grand scheme of in the grand scheme of things, the game and um, when you look at this game particularly, um, you know. I yeah. mean the the one that the one that Joe Burrow throws right in his bread basket, forty yards That's down the saying. field. Right. You drop it and it turns into a pick, and then the following play. Justin Herbert throws a 40 yeah. yard bomb to Mike it's Williams. Like, that's an immediate that sets up a touchdown. Like, yeah. like yeah. bro, it's a 14 like, point yeah, swing. Literally a 14 point yeah. swing. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, and after that, I mean, honestly, it was just, the story was just turnovers for the Bengals. Um, and obviously, like, obviously, um, you don't want to turn the ball over. And that's just, that's, that's always the case in, in every single football game is the team who has the least turnovers. And I mean, my guess is that. Um, just by, you know, from what I remember from the game, that the Bengals had the most turnovers. Um, and, but I don't think that the final score was reflective of how the, like the, the way the game went. Um, obviously, at the end, you had Joe Mixon's uh, fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just score. put it out of reach. Yeah, yeah it definitely just kind of. But up until know, that point, it was so yeah. competitive. Like, it was such a good game. That's why I was like, like, you just knew it wasn't – they couldn't recover after that. Like, right. you, was, you already fucked up enough today. It was kind of crazy, bro. It was like a, it was like a game of, like, massive swings. Like, yeah. the Chargers come yeah. out hot, yeah. hot, firing on all cylinders, 24-0. Yeah. And yeah. then and I, before yeah. you know it, now it's the Bengals coming back, 22 points unanswered. Yeah. They couldn't hit the they couldn't hit their two point conversion. And then, you know, after you get Joe Mixon's fumble that's turned straight into points and the, the wheels come off the bus a little bit, but – it was a really solid game um, from the from the Chargers. You you see what the Chargers are like when they're – you saw flashes of what the Chargers are like when they're really, like, yeah. clicking on yeah. both sides of the ball. Chargers have just had – I feel like their highs are just extreme and their lows are also extreme this year. It's yeah. just like – I mean, this game, honestly, the, the flow of the game just kind of summed up the season for both teams. Yeah, um, yeah right. And I think, like – as we say, we've been saying for the past three weeks, like, you know, the AFC, these AFC teams, um, these games are, these games are really reflective of, of what the season has been. And I think particularly with the Chargers and the Bengals, you saw that, you saw the inconsistencies. Um, and then you saw the sloppy football with, yeah. the, with the Bengals at the beginning. And then you see um, the Chargers let the Bengals back in it um, in the middle of the game. But obviously they were able to hold on. Um, but I think this is one of those games you look at, um, you could kind of look at on a, on a larger scale how, you know, these two teams have, their yeah. seasons have been summed up. Um, and I think that game reflected this. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. That was a good take. You think both these teams make the playoffs? Uh, both? No. One Honestly, of them- I don't even, I don't even like that question. Cause like with the way the AFC has been going, yeah, like, it's it like, matter, you can, but- yeah. By next week, they could be out of playoff contention or not, you know, entirely out. But they'll be on the bubble. You know, right now, if the things ended today, 
you know, both these teams would be in the playoffs. But I can't imagine that stays the same in the next, you know, two, three weeks. Here's a here's a hot take, and maybe it'll last, but I think what we saw were two AFC championship winning quarterbacks. I think at any I think it, throughout their career we'll see but one uh, we'll see both of those guys in AFC championship games and them winning them. Both of them. Do, do you think either of them will so, win an AFC so championship? Joe Burrow winning I feel like Joe Burrow winning an AFC championship. Do you is feel a way like I, take. do you guys feel like That's why either I said of it's them? It's a hot take. It's you, super hot take, but I'm going to say it early. <laughs> early. I won't be the first one well. on wax. I do see that aging well just cuz they're have young the and they have been so to many a Super Bowl? opportunities. To they, they probably get to been to an AFC championship, and like they're proving just in like in Joe Burrow's second year, Herbert's second year, that they can carry their teams like in the league pretty much, and so they're only gonna get better, and like they are bound to have long careers. So I mean, it's definitely a chance. I think Herbert will be the guy who gets there first, but I think he if Joe Burrow can shot. get the bank, I mean, the granted the Bengals could look way different in five years, and like the team <laughs> is fact. just equipped. To make it to that point, That's true. And he is just you know a guy on that team, but like he's gonna contribute to that. So I definitely think both those quarterbacks, you know, can be the guys to get their team over that AFC Championship hump. Um, yeah. I mean, just like what we've seen this season. Uh, if we're basing it off of this season, I mean, I would say yeah. Like I think that's. I think that's a matter of how. I think that's. A, I think that's an easy answer to say. I yeah. think. I think divisional. I think divisional win is like a lock. That's why I'm going to make that leap and go cha- AFC Championship. Because I think both of these guys are capable of divisional wins. Nah, don't tell me that. I mean, because I, the, way, <laughs> the way I look at it, the, their careers are probably going to be <laughs> – Maybe not in the same year. Don't tell me that. They'll probably both play another 13 years at least, I feel like. Knock on wood. Maybe Joe Burrow if his – Yeah, his, if his knee and all that is all right. And, um, bro, did you see his pinky? Did you oh, see yeah. his pinky? Yo, that's Sunday? how mine looked before I did rehab. Because <laughs> I had a motherfucker on the helmet. He had my shit looking crooked as a motherfucker. And his shit looked like that all game. And he was throwing the ball. And I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Yes, bro. And he was still, yeah. like, it wasn't obviously perfect. But the fact that he was able to even make the throws he was making, I was like, yo, this is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, shout out to him. I mean, there was just a good football game. Two good football teams. And both kind of tread in the right direction, uh, except obviously the Bengals lead this game with the L. Um, but both teams definitely got a lot to learn um, going forward. So they can build off of this. Uh, and staying uh, in that division a little bit, uh, the Ravens beat the uh, Ravens lost to the Steelers. My bad. I'm used to saying the Ravens win these close games. Um, but the Ravens catch an L to the Steelers. Uh, they drop to eight and four. Steelers move to six, five, and one. Steelers are one spot. Uh, out of uh, the playoffs if things ended today. So they're still staying close to the Bengals, Steelers, Bengals, Ravens. Um, all three of them could end up in the playoffs, but uh, just a tough loss for the Ravens. Uh, I definitely felt like this is one of the losses. Like th- For me, this is definitely one of the more painful, painful losses yeah. only because it came down to that. Well, not only, but um, you know when you see that it, it came down, that was a terrible play call. I just just he just, he just ain't have to jump cut outside. Yeah, he bounced out. Um, yeah, I don't. I it wasn't a bad blocks. call. It was said, said it was their first um, non. I think he had a cutback. First drive of the season without a pass play. I don't. I don't know, man. No, I, he had, no, had nothing. He would have just had to take what he could get in yeah, that gap, and that yeah. would have been two, two, nah, three given yards. Given the wind so. and circumstances, they gotta just bills. Just you gotta pass at some slow. point, though. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, let him know. Gonna, he's not gonna I mean, you Mac do, Jones. but let him know. Let him know. It's Monday. It's Monday Night Football. We're watching Patriots Bills. Huge divisional uh, implications right here. Yeah, um, yeah I, I let him know at the beginning. Division uh, and conference. But, um, yeah. But yo, these punts. Bro, oh my bro, gosh! That's yeah, like you're gonna throw the ball. Wow, like, that's not a bad play. Bro, call. wait, wait till next quarter. Wow. Wait yo, till, so that was wow. Wait till next quarter, bro. That's because I could obviously I could see now why they might not be throwing the wow, ball. Wow, that yeah, was. <laughs> might have to throw with the wind. I don't know which way it's blowing. So it's blowing. That it's blowing against us. Yeah. So, so next game, quarter we'll probably throw more. This game. But it's dope because fourth quarter we'll have. Uh, oh no! Oh no! Speaking, it's funny because um my uh, college football team this past season. We played against Mass Maritime, and the wind was, like, nuts, like, going crazy. And we ended up – we deferred in the first half to, like – I was assuming that we were going to take the ball in the second half. But the wind was such a factor that instead of electing to receive, we just chose to take the wind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Yeah, nah. That, I mean, in games where it's, like, super windy, bro, especially at the college level, I feel like – you can cause some more mistakes just by doing that. Yeah. At NFL level too, like some, but in college it's probably you really even more can't drastic. Throw like certain routes yeah. in the wind, like so this game and uh, the Pats and the Bills, um, there are sustained winds between well, twenty five between twenty five and thirty five miles per hour up to fifty five miles per hour wind. Um, just to give you an idea of the weather and the implications that can have on the game. Um, but back to the Ravens game, um, Ravens Steelers as we wrap up, y'all want me to take this one? Y'all want to, nah, I got a lot to, you got a lot. I don't got a lot. I'm a, I'm a, nah, you can go ahead and get your shit off. Shout out Deontay. That's all I I want to say. I know y'all want to, we want to watch this game, but, um, so I mean, I don't, I don't know where, where to start, but, um, I mean, we're kind of done with this game. Yeah. No, we're not. We just we, we just, just touched on it. What you mean? <laughs> why you try? Why you trying to speed out of here, man? Come on, Look, man. <laughs> Give the people uh, yeah. what they want. No. So, all right. So anyway, let me just say, um, you know, from from a team standpoint, um, offensively, the the offense is inconsistent, um, and I don't know if the way the offense has been going. Um, how that can be sustainable um, over the course of the year? Yeah. I think the clo- like the close games and the just, close the yeah. close games and the the struggles. Um, first and foremost, starting with the offensive line. Um, you know, I always, I think with um, with the with the Ravens and the the scrutiny that they get um, as far as like Lamar and his his uh, production. Um, and I think with with any quarterback, um, with any team, I think it starts with the offensive line. And there's there's no there's a lack of of blocking um, on that offense. Um, Lamar is the the second most second most sacked quarterback um, in the league, um, which is an issue. Um, That's a big issue. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that his running aspect of his game contributes to that at all? Probably does to some extent. I, I believe to an extent, would. but I mean, I mean his his MVP year. I mean, he had arguably the best, probably the best offensive line in the league, and you saw with how successful he was. Fair. But in any case, um, but having the best O line in the league is no easy feat either for like the span of a career of a quarterback too. 
Like, well, yeah, most guys, it's hard to have the number. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the lack, but, but the, yeah, the lack of it's like very bad this year. Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, the problem. But it's, it's pretty, it's very bad. Um, and I think, I mean, they, if if they wanna if they wanna contend with in what is already uh, a tight AFC race, then they're gonna have to figure it out on offense because it's not gonna get any easier on defense. Um, even though recently the defense has been playing well with Marlon Humphrey being out for the year, um, that's a like. A critical blow. Yeah. Um, no, that's a huge hit. <laughs> like <laughs> you got Marcus Peters, and then you t- essentially your top two cornerbacks out for the year. And then you got Averett, who um, everybody picks on. Yeah, Anthony Anthony Averett, um, who's the most targeted cornerback in the league. So, that's crazy. Um, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, <laughs> again, um, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> ultimately, like as a fan, um, I mean. For you know, all the injuries that the team has dealt with and, you know, all that all that stuff, all the adversity this team has been, um, you know, been brought to them. Um, you know, eight and four and number three in the AFC. Um, I can't really, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty content with where they're at. But I think long term with the course of the season, I think this team is going to have – I personally think that this team is going to have its struggles. Um, now with even, you know, Marlon Humphrey sustaining an injury. Um, and that's going to be tough because obviously now teams are going to see that and, you know, they're just going to try and go after whoever's out there. Um, you know, Marcus Peters is gone already. Um, and then offensively, you know, combined with the offensive line struggles, you already have three of your, your starting three of the, the top three guys in your depth chart already out. Um, but you know, nonetheless, they're still, they're still leading in the division. Um, but tough, tough loss, um, and big win for the Steelers. I'll oh yeah, that. it was yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I think. All right. So definitely a oh a, a, pass recovery. That was a huge. Sinker, sinker oh, swim um, huge. type situation for sure. That's huge. So so as a guy that has no <laughs> no horse in this race, but I was watching this game. Yeah, first of all, it was a really good game. Um, neither defense was really holding it down. If if I had to like. If I had to really pinpoint anything, neither defense was really like forcing the issue, getting major stops or anything like that. What I would say on the Ravens side, just by watching the game, is like they they rely like so heavily on Lamar Jackson. It's crazy. Like it's, it really they they make it they make it so he has to make every single play. But then on top of that, he's not getting much help from his receivers. Wasn't getting too much help from his receivers as far as like them securing the catch. Uh, shout out Sammy Watkins. Like, obviously, he made a great touchdown oh, he, grab he's missed, he's at the end. For this team, he's been arguably the most clutch receiver. But there's times where the ball's on the ground and he's around it and he's the target. Oh, yeah. Is I'm all I got to say. That like, sure. like, that's, that, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's I mean, what it is. He's not but, the only receiver that's dropping passes, too. Exactly. So. And so, like, I think about things like that. And then I think about, like, that play that we saw in the red zone. Um, oh, yeah. Where Lamar kind of he he tries to back shoulder Mark Andrews, but really just throws it in the dirt. It's kind of a poor ball. Yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, man, like you got to be better right there. Um, obviously, Minka Fitzpatrick's like influencing that decision, but at the end of the day, like if if, if we're gonna, there, you got to be there, higher. Like, yeah. You got to be able to make those yeah. types of throws, like, um, because it's like we saw what you was aiming for. You just, just didn't, didn't make it, it there. Yeah. Just didn't make it there. So I mean, like, there's there's a lot to there's a lot to feel good about, um, even though it's a loss. Uh, 
And I mean, on the Steelers side, like you think about it, like you're consistently executing against the Ravens defense there. And it's a hard fought game back and forth. Um, and the run game was, was doing all right for them. But I mean, the fact of the matter is like when they needed big plays, like they were targeting um, Anthony Averett. Yeah. They were targeting Anthony Averett on both on that one drive where Deontay Johnson gets the pass coming across the middle for the touchdown. Two plays before that, uh, Clay Claypool gets the same pass. Yeah. Gets the same pass, goes for forty. So it's like it's like you you can't give Big Ben, who is a seasoned veteran, although sometimes he looks crazy back there. Like you can't give him multiple opportunities on guys out there. So yeah, it's gonna be is, really interesting. This how, was like his best game of the season, Big Ben's and it wasn't like that crazy <laughs> of a game, but that just goes to show like kind of where he's at right now. But twenty one for thirty one, two thirty six and two touchdowns. I mean, he had no picks and uh you know, it was pretty efficient with the ball. I mean, made some big throws, too. They got downfield a little bit more than they usually do. Uh, for this Steelers offense, that was, like, a good win, um, you know, for yeah. this season. Like, another another game that um, kind of sums up this crazy AFC, um, you know, and, you know, what's reflective of certain teams. Um, again, there's no true, quote-unquote, a true number one um this year in the AFC um, thus far. Um, and then um, last game we'll go over just because of the last few. Um, yeah, no, just because the past game is on. Uh, <laughs> but the Chiefs uh, beat the Denver Broncos 22-9. to nine. Uh, They moved to 8-4 and four and are now uh, fourth in the division. Uh, in the playoff race, and then the Broncos dropped to six and six. First in the division, just so it's not Con- fourth in the confused. conference, first in the division. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Um, but yeah, it wasn't a great game offensively for the Chiefs. Like this was a pretty ugly game offensively, honestly. Uh, oh, oh. So that's the norm. That I mean, is who they are this year. That's that's what it is. Like <laughs> it's crazy. Like they Jeez. can have high ceilings. Like just, I mean. Similar to the Chargers, but, I mean, the defense stepped up in this one and was the reason they were able to win this game. I mean, you only scored 22 points. Like, yep, I mean, And this is that team It's like you're kind of like any given moment, you're kind of just looking around like, you know, there's just one, as I always kind of like put it, like one splash play away from that offense. Um, yeah. And one play away from that offense and going to what we're used to seeing. Uh, but nonetheless, um, again with this with this division, it's like all right. Well, as long as as long as you're winning games, house call, um, house call, Damian Harris. Yeah, as long as they winning games. On third, keep going. See, was that a bad <laughs> call? On a toss. What was that, a that was call? tough. Let's go. Last one was third and four. He about to cry. What you want me to say? Because <laughs> it's cold. That's a fact. Uh, Damian Harris just had a 64 yard touchdown run. Uh, on a toss that he, that was like right, he cut it. That was in like the Whoop. the C guy, B guy. Oh, oh nice cut back. Oh yeah, that's back. a pretty play. Okay. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Go Pats. Uh, but back to this Chiefs game. Um, I think what's crazy here is look at the leading receivers: Darrell Williams and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Yeah, Tyreek Hill had two back-to-back uh, drops, and one of them led to the a pick. Yeah, one of yeah. them led to a pick. Uh, who was picked off by Patrick Sertan, who's having. A phenomenal rookie year. Oh, yeah. That's his he, third pick in two weeks. Yeah. He's hooping. 
He's so. hooping. He's exactly what they expected him to be. Fourth overall. And I saw fourth um, pick. I think – I can't remember if it was a head coach. I think – yeah, I think it was Vic Fangio. He had said, like, uh, no, we're pretty happy about the, the pick we had. So, uh, you know, because they thought they should have got a quarterback, should have got, like, Mac Jones or should have got uh, – Justin Fields was still on the board. Um, but, I mean, you can see why they got him. You get somebody like that at corner. Uh, wasn't uh, Chan Bailey on the Broncos for a long time? A too? long time. Like, I feel like they they like getting, you know, DBs that they can, you know, that can stay over there in Denver, who want to stay over there in Denver uh, at the very least. But this Chiefs offense, I mean, they I mean, they need work, but the team is winning games. And that's all that matters. But at some point, this Chiefs team, I mean, they're looking like a team that's going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Um, I would like to see that happen. Hopefully by the Patriots' hand, but I actually don't want the Patriots to play them. So, um, those two things conflict. Anything else you guys want to go over? There was uh, Colts uh, beating the Texans, railroading them. Jonathan Taylor making his case for, at the very least, Offensive Player of the Year. Um, railroading them. 31 to nothing. Yeah, they <laughs> ran a train on them. Yeah. I wanted to say that, but I'm glad you said it. Hey, yo. <laughs> Um, who you guys got, JT or Cooper Cup, Offensive Player of the Year? I said JT. Can we see some season stats real quick? Yes, you can. Let's see. I think I, I uh, think I'll give it to I'll give it to Jonathan Taylor just because I think wide the wide receiver position is more glorified. Okay, Cooper Cup. It's Cutt. also harder to get the ball and make big plays at receiver. I feel like at receiver. Yeah, I mean, like... Then running back? Running back, they literally give you the ball. Yeah, but you're also behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Receiver, you run 15 yards downfield and catch it. <laughs> yeah, without... Yeah, I just feel like there's a lot more relying on the quarterback and other things going well as a receiver. As a running back, I mean, you do want your offensive line to block well, but it's like... I mean, it's kind of just like... I just feel like it's more on you... 240 – what he's doing on 240 carries is actually stupid. Yeah. But Cooper Cup, 100 I mean, receptions, 13 – almost 1,400 yards, 11 touches. It's also tough, to, tougher to – us. it's not that much tougher, I guess, but because of the extra game too, it'll make all these stats like a little bit more inflated. I mean, shit. I'm but, not even worrying this, about I that mean, extra yeah, game nah, until he, that extra game. Yeah, no, nah, that's a fact. Through sixteen games, like if he if he got if he got nineteen hundred yards, seventeen yeah, touchdowns, yeah. like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Actually, I was talking about Justin Jeff being picked third. Cooper Cup, he's one of the guys that might be that third fantasy pick too at mm. receiver. Um, third round pick next year. Third round, I don't know. He, he not, you, not yeah, he, he, he was a. Third oh round yeah, pick. yeah. Oh, he was lower than that for some people. So. Shout out you if you no, I mean, in no the like in real life, NFL. like oh oh pick. oh, I think about fantasy too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, be like that. It's around that time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, third round pick, wow, that's that's tough. Yeah, he's hooping, but I don't know, man. Sixteen touchdowns, thirteen hundred yards rushing. No, it's really attempts. sick. I mean, that's it's really sick. I just feel like in today's NFL, it's so much harder to like get guys that can do this regularly. Like Derrick Henry, obviously, is one of those guys that's like an anomaly. Mm. Jonathan Taylor's now be like embracing and becoming one of that right before our eyes, um, and so I just think that's super impressive, and it should be acknowledged. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If it's, I, it's a tough call. I can't. I wouldn't be mad either way. No, honestly. No, nah, I mean both. <laughs> both yeah, guys both of them are, are deserving, no doubt about that. A hundred catches and there's five games left. Like thirteen hundred yards. Like that's that's, that's kind of nuts. Leads the league in tu- in uh, receiving touchdowns. Well, leads receivers in receiving touchdowns. Um, yeah, you can't. sixteen touches. Yo, what was that? Who put it in perspective? What was that tweet that you sent in with Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> he had 16 touchdowns through, what, 12 games? <laughs> yeah, that was he had. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Somebody tried Somebody tried to say, like, like JT was, like, on pace. And it was like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> so, I guess. define on pace. <laughs> so, Jonathan Taylor has 16 touchdowns. This was as of... November 30th. So prior to this past Sunday, Jonathan Taylor has 16 touchdowns through 12 weeks. That is good enough to rank 19th all time through the first 12 games of a season. First place, Ladanian Thompson with 26 touchdowns <laughs> through 12 games in 2006. Yo, that's crazy. Forget all these other games. 26 touchdowns through 12 games. Y'all can never keep her long enough, man. <laughs> Damn. Here come Lola. Y'all just always just. That's our cue, man. I've been with her for 16 hours. <laughs> That's what happened, man. That's our cue. That's our cue, man. Uh, nonetheless, JT Offensive Player of the Year. Pat's about to win tonight. I ain't even got to review the game for y'all. Y'all know how it's going to go down. So we're going to leave it at that. Lola, calm down. Um, but nonetheless, that is the end of the Zone Talk podcast. We appreciate you listening. And everyone that's listening, come back and listen next week. Uh, next sure. week, we'll be back, have a full squad. And uh, we'll, you know, get talking about some more of these games, man. Good and luck do what we Eagles, do, man. Next week, though, before you close it out, next week, that'll be our uh, one-year anniversary episode. Oh, yeah. No way. That's crazy. Yeah, so yeah, we shout gotta out to definitely you. do something cool alongside the reviews. We got to get hammered while we <laughs> record. Say less. <laughs> yeah, so so get get ready for a real explicit episode next week. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> That'd be crazy. One year of zone talk. That's crazy. That is crazy. Shout wow. out to y'all that's been with us since the jump. Yes, Facts. Sir. Facts. And shout out to all the people posting on social media that uh. We were in your top listen podcast. That that was nice. Yeah, that was actually quite like a few of you. I so was shout uh, out to y'all. Yeah, Jay Boogie posted it. Shout out to yeah, Jack. Uh, shout out Dave Harrison. Uh, we played against him in high school. Yeah, actually. I know yeah, he was pretty so good. He was nice in high school, and I'm not saying that just because you listen to the pod, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll That's catch y'all funny. later, man. Peace. Don't Peace. Talk. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl All I need is any with a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before I left my main hoe, now my my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's hard to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey, quarter on the beat, I tell him go off. 
ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed don't make me go off. Ay. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. But still, my bike crib from north up to prospect. Kill these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like holy field. These niggas flex too hard. They care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, OD, low key on me. Top speed, OD, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed.